have to win there. Painter understands. Trying to save it, jump ball here, and kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers! Take it numbers. Edwards steps it in. Oh! The ball is gonna look up, baby. They're walking up no keys from Neil Carson Edwards. Thursday, February 3rd, 2022, and you're listening or watching another brand new episode of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. Hopefully all of our Midwest viewers and listeners staying safe and warm out there from these blizzard-like conditions that have swept through the Midwest, still hitting northern Indiana as we speak. I'm Tanner Lee, along with Evan Webb and Andrew Eiler. Boilers are on a little bit of roll, Philip. Purdue's 19 and 3, so there's not a whole lot of losses in there. So <laughs> that's a good point. But uh, you know, you look on the Twitter world last night when yeah. Minnesota makes a little run, you think the uh, world's coming to an end for Purdue. Or the Iowa game or the Ohio State game. It's Iowa State game specifically. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll get into that. But that's college basketball in a nutshell. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the landscape. Everybody makes runs. The whole Big Ten, yeah, yeah, it's your college basketball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe just how it is, but what yeah. what what Clark, Clark Kellogg used to say on the NBA Two K games? Spreadability, like like I, I like to call it. It's like, yes, Clark, we know. Uh, it's there's got to be eight point. Everybody's gonna go on like a seven zero run at some point. I mean, you oh, hit yeah. a couple threes. I mean, especially when like I think of the Ohio State game where we held them to like, and I can pull the actual stat up. Um, it was, uh, let's see here. First, they're half, like they one were, for twelve. They were two, game. two of thirteen from three yeah. in the first half, and like they're not going to do that again in the second half. Most likely, they're going to hit. A Liddell, few Liddell with like six points in the first half or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, you knew they were going to start hitting the shots they were missing mm-hmm. earlier in the game, and they're too talented. Ohio State's weird. They're definitely a good team, but they're not a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I know we talked about this a little before we started recording, but I guess we can get right into it. We're, we're kind of in the midway point of the Big Ten. Um, I look at the Big Ten landscape, and yeah, right now Purdue's tied for third with Wisconsin. But I really think it's Purdue and Illinois mm-hmm. and everybody else. I would agree. I mean, Michigan State shows some flashes, but then they also show flashes of being – pretty mediocre i think in my opinion i know andrew you agree with me just seeing them live yes. at hinkle um but i'm just not super impressed. i've watched them a little bit and i watched part of their game against michigan uh, who's a probably the most disappointing team in the big 10 by far um and they I mean they don't you okay. dare jinx it webby i know well i thought you know when we all thought after their covid pause they were gonna come back i mean they came back and well, beat indiana at indiana by like 18 i was like all right here we go here they come they figured something out and they're going to go on a little tear, but then they kind of – they were they kept it close against Michigan State, but then they ended up getting – I think they lost by double digits. They're a weird team. And then and then had to fend off the the, the Huskers. Yeah. Last, was that last night, two nights ago? I think, yeah, it was two nights ago, I think. I yeah, check, but. Tuesday night. 
Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, and it went ended winning by six, but it was I turned they, on. It, they was, were, it was tied. It was tied with like a, yeah. a couple minutes to go. Yeah, it was close. And then you had was it Northwestern was taking Rutgers to the woodshed the other night, and that game ended up going to overtime. <laughs> overtime, yeah. <laughs> and then Michigan State yeah. barely survived at Maryland. We're talking about Michigan State again, or Michigan State again. They barely survived at Maryland, which I'm not impressed with Maryland. I mean, they're in a weird situation with their coach essentially quitting on them, <laughs> like a month into the season, which was weird. Um, I don't think they're a great team. I think they've definitely got some streakiness to them, but I mean, Michigan State had needed everything they could to pull that one out. I mean, there's still a chance a team like Michigan State or Wisconsin ends up being the Big Ten champions. Oh, absolutely. But what I was saying in in Purdue and Illinois and and the rest, I think Purdue and Illinois are the most talented two Mm -hmm. and have the most potential to make a deep run in the tournament. I think you've seen both teams really gut out some wins. I mean, Purdue at Illinois was a huge, you know, gut check win. Illinois um, beating Wisconsin last night by double digits. I mean, they had a full team. Um, who did they beat? Beat Michigan State without Michigan Carbello State. and yeah, that's Yeah, Carbello and, and Kofi. Yeah, that, that was, was huge for them. Yeah. I mean, if they can get everybody back together, they could be pretty dangerous. Yeah, they've had a lot of bad luck, really, this year with injuries yeah. and, and some COVID-related things. So when they're at full strength, they're, they're really difficult, mm-hmm. really tough matchup for everybody. Um, I mean, if they beat Indiana at Indiana on Saturday, we take care of business against Michigan. I think that game Tuesday night in Mackey is one of the bigger ones we've seen in the last decade. It'll be stupid. Mackey will be awesome. Yeah, well, 9 o'clock or 2. Mm-hmm. Primetime was that? Is that ESPN? Have they announced? Yeah, I think it's ESPN Networks. It says so. I'm sure it'll be ESPN, the regular. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, we got to take care of business first, of course. But uh, midway through the Big Ten season, who are some teams or a team who has surprised you, guys? Hmm. I mean, I guess Wisconsin has surprised me. Yeah, I still don't believe in Wisconsin though. They're number eleven, but I don't. Or they're going to fall now after losing to Illinois last night. But I don't know. I still don't believe that Purdue lost to them. Yeah, I mean they uh, they made some tough shots down the stretch, and Johnny Davis had a great yeah. night that night. But he's good. But yeah, that's true, Johnny Davis. I guess I done not knowing much about him before this season. They kind of go as and actually Johnny honestly, Davis before goes. That, yeah, yeah, honestly, before that Purdue game, he I don't know much about. Not in style, but just kind of as his emergence, a little bit of Victor, Victor Oladipo, because he kept, Victor was a guy that you never really thought about when he played in Indiana until his junior year. Then he all of a sudden he was a <laughs> freaking top five pick, and I mean Johnny, he's, I don't think he's gonna, he's not gonna be that good, but I mean it's kind of the same thing where all of a sudden like he, he's not a name you even knew about last year. I had to double check to make sure he wasn't a freshman a couple times. Cause I thought he was, um, but he kind of came out of nowhere. And I, I don't, it's interesting to see when you talk about player of the year. He's not super efficient like some guys are. Um, so I'll be interested to see how he kind of finishes things out. Yeah. I, I think he struggled a little bit last night against Illinois, at least in terms of not being super efficient. I mean, at one point during the uh, season earlier in Big Ten play, I was saying Minnesota was a surprise, but they've mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> come back down to earth. Well, they lost like eight of the last nine or something. Though. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they've only won two conference I games. Mean, I guess you. I mean, I was expecting them to be like a Nebraska, like where they. I thought they were going to be, yeah, the worst team yeah. in the conference. So. Um, which I mean, I guess Nebraska. I can't believe. I mean, own eleven. That's pretty. That's impressive. <laughs> I don't know how Hoiberg's not on the hot seat. He's got a big extension, so his buyout's too high. Yeah. 
I mean, they've been in. I mean, they've been in some close games. I mean, at least at least down the stretch. I mean, they they took Ohio State to overtime. Granted, that was Ohio State's first game back from COVID pause, and then Ohio State went and got whipped in Indiana the very next game. Um, let's see here. I mean, they took Illinois by ten to beat them. Uh, Indiana only, only beat them by seven at home. Uh, Rutgers beat them only by two at home. So they've definitely had some close games, but they just can't. Just kind of like Northwestern, they just can't hold on at mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Which Northwestern is another team that is just, I mean, I don't know what you do there with Collins. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think it's time to try something different, but I, I get yeah. it. He, he's the only coach in school history that's got them to the tournament. Who, who, who could they I get? And I don't know who they could get, but – I mean, well, when they played at Purdue, they showed cl- clips from the last time they won at Purdue, and I forgot Collins was. I haven't realized he'd been there that yeah. long because he had yeah. dark hair and everything. I mean, both him and Painter were looking pretty young. It's, <laughs> it's closing in on a decade. I mean, he's not quite wow. there, but he's getting close. There's Carmody before him. Carmody, yeah, Carmody was there for forever. So, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think they expect much. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> But on the flip side, I think I think of a disappointing team is definitely Michigan. Michigan, hundred percent. I mean, they came into the year preseason number four. I mean, it was kind of like mm-hmm. you had your, when you talk about the Big Ten, it was Michigan, Purdue, and then probably on the fringe was like Ohio State and Illinois. You know, obviously Illinois had a lot of question marks coming in before uh, Kofi decided to resign his contract with Underwood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Can we yeah, keep so, this narrative that Underwood's a cheater going forever? I like upsetting jobs. Is it strange that every place he leaves all of a sudden gets in trouble as soon as he leaves for recruiting allegations or whatever, recruiting violations? It's, it's just strange how that keeps happening. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Michigan 100%. I mean, they've got so much talent. Um, I mean, Houston's a stud. You've got Hunter Dickinson, who's a stud, but they just – can't seem to put it together. I mean, they had, I mean they, you've seen some glimpses. And like I said, they, they went down and whooped Indiana by 18, which they looked really good that game. They shot the ball really well. Dickinson did whatever he wanted. Um, but then they kind of followed up with a dud against Michigan State, which, I mean, I mean we've already kind of talked about not a huge believer in Michigan State either. But, yeah, they're definitely, I think, hands down the most disappointing team. In, in some in some regards, you could say Maryland also. I know I know Turgeon. Yeah. Kind of quit on and, them, but yeah. they were they were ranked in the top twenty five to start mm-hmm. the season. They were were they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I watched. I haven't watched much, but I watched the game against Indiana because my girlfriend was watching it, and that was a team that just like they did not want to be there that night. I mean, Indiana kind of yeah. kind of <laughs> pressed them a little bit, you know, kind of punked them for you know for a few minutes, and that that was enough for them to just be like, all right, let's just let's just run this clock out because it was it was ugly. And the Boilers will see them. Um, next Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, February thirteenth mm-hmm. at one o'clock on CBS. Mm-hmm. At Mackey, so sure I CBS is probably regretting that decision. Now. We we don't play there, do we? No, I don't believe so. Okay, okay, yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's a, that's a tough place to play. It is. It is. It is. So, but yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's really any disappointing teams in the Big Ten. No. I mean, I mean, I, I expected Nebraska to be bad. I didn't expect them to. Not bad. win a game at this point, yeah. but or a conference <laughs> game at this point, but is what it is. I guess Rutgers might be a bit of a. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're six and five. Yeah, they're eighth, I think, right now in the Big Ten. But they, like we talked about off before we start recording, they've got a really tough stretch at the end of the year. They don't really have. I mean, I'm not saying there's any easy game in the Big Ten, but they don't have many of those. Like I could see, I think they've got maybe like two games on their remaining schedule. It's like I could definitely see them. They'd probably be favored in that one. 
and that yeah. might be a stretch. <laughs> I mean, they lost Jacob Young and Miles Johnson, but did those mm-hmm. two really mean that much? I think Miles Johnson probably more so. I mean, he's I mean he's doing good things at UCLA. Um, we just gave them another big body down low that they could use. Well, yeah. Penn State. I thought they weren't going to have like a team after like <laughs> their entire team was in the portal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we've been texting. I, I Mike is going to, I hope he'll be, I think he'll be, they'll never be, you know, they're not going like, to win the Big Ten. No, I think they could, I could see them maybe sneaking into Top the half. four spot, get a, get a double, double buy on the Big Ten tournament type of thing. But I mean, if you can do that at Penn State, then you're, I mean, you're at football school, which is, so then, back, me. then Mike can go back and be Butler's coach. You can take a step up from Penn State to Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. I mean, given the fact, I mean, I still understand how I think Penn State has the, has, has the I biggest. Yeah. I think Penn State is the biggest. I mean, obviously, in terms of resources, obviously, Penn State's going to have way more. <laughs> but in terms of support, I mean, I don't know how you can have fill a football stadium of 100,000 people, but you can't fill a basketball stadium with more than like 3,000. It's ridiculous. It's just one of those schools that's yeah. such a football school, they don't mm-hmm. care. But I mean, like Ohio State. I know the Ohio State basketball tradition is a little different than Penn State, but yeah. even then, Ohio State does similar. not have a great. I mean, they don't have yeah. great fan support. I mean, I've never. I know Tanner, you've been to that arena, and mm-hmm. you say it's. I mean, it's like an NBA arena, from what I hear, and it's yep. just like a lot of sound just kind of gets lost. Gets lost, and I know they don't yep. fill it all. I think a lot of times they'll even rope off the, the top section, if not if people are there. When I went, it was the 2010-11 season. They were number one in the country. We were ranked, I believe, tenth. We got our doors blown off. It was over yeah. halftime. Diebler and Buford are still making threes to this day. <laughs> uh, but it 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 didn't get full until like six to eight minutes into the game. Wow. Like, yeah, it just it, but a very nice arena, but definitely the feel of a like a game bridge field house more so than a college environment. Was hmm. is the shot better than KFC Yum Center? I really like KFC Yum Center. That was a pretty cool arena. I think I, I like the KFC Yum Center better. Okay. Yeah, even though I never want to go back. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> heartbreak, heartbreak city there. But uh, like, yeah, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Boilers three and zero since the last time we uh, recorded an episode. They went up to Carver Hawkeye in Iowa City, took care of business. Kind of, kind of reminiscent of the first matchup. Purdue yeah. got up big. Iowa stormed back, but this time Purdue handled the press a lot better than they did in their first meeting. They did. I think they almost they scored a lot off it. I felt like they scored fairly easily off of it. And I again that seems that seems like so long ago, even though it was only like a week and a half ago. Shot fifty nine percent from three. We love shooting at Carver Hawkeye. Right oh, we now. do. We do. Um free throws weren't very good. Uh no. Ten of twenty two. Yeah. Pretty bad. That was the game. Jaden went two for seven. He was yeah coming off the bench, didn't play against Northwestern. Yep. Um but other than that, he played well that night. And uh, yeah, it's fun to it's fun I mean, to sweep yeah. Fran. I mean, leading scorer that game was Isaiah Thompson. I mean, he was four six from three, That's six right. eight from the field, right. twenty nine minutes, uh, two of two from the free throw line. Um, I mean, two assists, two turn. I mean, two turnovers, a rebound, and a block. He had a block. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, you had you had Sasha with fourteen. Sasha was four or nine from three, five ten from the field. Jaden was had 15, five of seven from the field, three of four from three. Uh, Travion was six left from the field, uh, had 12 for 12 points. Those are our four uh, double figure scores. Also, Travion also had five assists, led the team in assists that game. 
Uh, yeah, two steals as well. I mean, I forgot Trey had a really good game. Yep, yep. Yeah, which he needed after a few uh, kind of poor efforts against Indiana mm-hmm. and, and Northwestern. Then we returned to Mackey for our first CBS game of the year. We hosted mm-hmm. the 16th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. You were there, too. Uh, I was there. Um, it was my girlfriend's first Purdue basketball game and first at Mackey. Um, she really She's enjoyed welcome it. Welcome back anytime. Yes, yes. Um, she, 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 yes, yeah. I, I, I had a reminder at the end of the game. Um, these buzzer beaters don't happen very often. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Purdue gets up big uh, as much as 20 at one point in the second half. Ohio State got red hot, especially the last two and a half minutes, where it raced an 11 point deficit. Find herself tied with what 28 seconds ago, I think, when we got the ball. Yeah, because what we were up six, and then we got lost on. I think Sasha, no, it was have been Gillis got lost on a three because Liddell hit one in the corner. Then we couldn't get the ball and had to call timeout, or we got it in, but had to call timeout. I thought we were going to lose the ball, and then we threw a turnover, and Liddell got a three again, which I'm surprised they didn't take more time. But I get it. I mean, you, you he was wide open, um, and took it and made it. And I was like, are you? I was, I was livid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was one of those things where I mean, thankfully we held the last shot. <laughs> last thing it was, uh, I was worried about is if we take a shot with like five seconds to go and then they get it and they have three seconds to, you know, you can you can get pretty far up the court in three seconds. And it, and it looked and it looked like a busted play because it was a busted play it that I missed the, <laughs> the three on. I think Painter said there were two guys who messed up on that play on his radio show. I know Ivy. Was it, did Hunter start with it? Was it Hunter who started? Yeah, Hunter had the ball the yep. whole time. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't. I was worried he was going to just force something at the end. Me too. And then, then Jaden got the ball um, and, and did what he does. Yeah, he was supposed to go to Edie. He was yeah. supposed to go to Edie. And, yeah, you know, right. Ohio State, I'm sure, hates Jaden Ivy right now. Ohio State fans. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at my girlfriend. I said, Purdue's got to hold the ball to the last second shot, so Purdue's either going to win this game or it's going to go into overtime. That Thank was goodness. Going no, <laughs> if I, I think we would have lost if it went into overtime, so to be honest, yeah. how, how the momentum was going. But mm-hmm. uh, first buzzer beater I can remember. and uh, I mean, Juwan Johnson hit one in that 2010-11 season, but Penn State still had two, if not three seconds left okay. to get a shot off. I mean, we uh, saw one against Ohio State on the other end um, in 2017-2018 because uh, – Yes, Kata makes D up, which D-up we, we still one. had a shot. Isaac Haas missed the jumper that would have oh, that's right. either won did. the game or took it in overtime. He got that's like an eight right. foot jumper that's and he, right. and he left thought, it short. My memory was that was to win it was like or we had yeah. like point two seconds left or something like that. Yeah. But that's right. He did have a shot because I remember I had a pretty good angle. I thought it was in for a second. We we, we saw Glenn Robson Jr. when we were in college, Webby hit a buzzer beater against Purdue. Yeah, we did. Um that was a legit buzzer beater. Uh um, it was. Terrence Crump hit one in 06, 07, the AC Big Ten Challenge against Virginia. Oh Virginia, yeah. That's right. Um Little float game action there off the back of the rim, up and in. Um, but that's about all one in the yum center, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to tie yeah. it, yeah. Um, but it, 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 technically, Ohio State had 0.6 seconds left on the clock yeah. and they didn't even get a shot off. And that's funny, the Purdue fan in me, right when we hit it, I immediately look up to the clock and see how much time yeah. is left, right? Because I knew Ohio I mean, State was, was out of timeouts. A lot, but, a lot like last year when Jaden hit that. I mean, they had more time last year than he had Dwayne Washington bring the ball up. And so I can't remember, was Ivy's? Was did we go up by three on that player? Did we go up by two? I think we went up by two. Uh, I think, I think the shot would have won it for them. I guess I could just look at the yeah score from last year. I don't recall. What was that in 2021? Yeah. 
uh, we won by two. Yeah, so oh, that wow. yeah, so, so yeah, because I remember that was I remember I think I remember Painter talking about how when it went in, he was worried that Dwayne Washington was about ready to to nail a fifty footer because <laughs> that's yep. something he could do. Well, that's why I looked up. I'm like, we've already lost the game on a 45 footer this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. At least that, at least put us up by three, so there wasn't that. True, but <laughs> if anything, it would have been a hell of a shot to go to overtime. Yeah, but. yeah, but thankfully uh, it was off, and uh, Ohio State's comeback fell short. So fun environment. I mean, Mackey was loud. It definitely wasn't at its best. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what caused that. I, you know, it's a noon game. Sometimes those are harder to get up for. Um, I don't know. But it was a lot of moments. It just wasn't as rocking as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Even when Purdue got up big? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like it was – I didn't see a lot of the crowd stand like usual. Which, yeah, I've, I've, I've been – I mean, I've obviously been to – I haven't been to a game in a while, but it's something that I've kind of read people say on Twitter is just like – yeah, aside from this, I mean, the pain crew is obviously awesome. But it seems like a lot of people sure. are just kind of just sitting on their hands for most yeah. of them. Which, I mean, it's your money, your ticket, do what you want. But it's like, right. And I do think the masks do muffle the sound a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, about half the people are wearing them anyways. <laughs> um, I mean, they don't politicize it or that's yeah. not a word. Enforce it. Police, Enforce yeah. It. Thank you. Enforce do you have to it, wear yeah. it? Is it? Is Mackey requiring it? Yeah. It's, it's mandatory, I mean, but yeah. they don't I mean, they do people, anything I mean, about I mean, like it. At, at, at timeouts, I'll see people walk up and down the like the aisles with signs, and I've never mm-hmm. seen someone. I know, like I've seen people like when you walk in, they you know if you don't have one on, they'll make you put it on or give you one. So you usually have some there. Yes. Um, but I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot of the ushers are volunteers, so. Well, sure even at halftime, even at halftime, people are walking around without them. I've never seen yeah. anybody get stopped. I mean. You start with one, you're gonna have to do thousands. That's oh, yeah. the thing. So it's yeah. just is what it is at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, and if you're eating eating something or drinking something, you don't have to wear it. So right. you can kind of get around it because I was eating and drinking pretty much the whole game the other day. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I, I do think that has a, a little barrier on the noise a little bit too. But uh, hopefully, it's the rockets environment the rest of the games. I mean, mm-hmm. Illinois. Michigan. I mean, Michigan, Michigan. See, I'm already forgetting about the Michigan game coming up. Michigan, Illinois, uh, Maryland, Rutgers, and Indiana. Yeah. 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 Five left. Yeah. So, yep. And then, um, then the Boilers were on the road last night to a place I don't think uh, any of us like watching games at the barn. Nope. Williams I honestly Arena forgot about Minnesota. that. And I honestly forgot about that until one of you guys texted. I said well, somebody I said I want to be number three. <laughs> I said I want to be number three. I think someone tweeted at halftime. It's like, uh, oh, and Purdue was up what, like eleven at halftime, thirteen or something. Yeah, I think I did see a tweet that was like, all right, let's just have an uneventful second half where Purdue scores more than Minnesota. Yeah, uneventful, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess there is some history here. I just never can get the image of 2010 out of my mind in the first nope. half of Robbie right there at that darn free throw line and. Well, I think there was one play where Jaden went up and does what does what he does, where he contorts his body in there, and he came mm-hmm. down. And I was just like, Jaden, I swear to God, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep, yep. He had a scary one against Ohio State too. He did. Yeah. yeah. He, he make when he leaves his feet, he makes me nervous. Yep. I mean, he reminds me a lot of Blue Jack. I remember. I think I swear there was a time <laughs> where Blue Jack. Every time he drove for a layup, he was always on the ground. Like it's like he jumped 
and then just did a Superman when he went. Yeah, Superman. He did it on purpose <laughs> almost to try to get contact in the foul. Yeah, and it's he would, every time. He would just land like on his stomach every time, which I guess if you perfect it, I mean, kind of like a pro wrestler taking a bump, good yeah. for you. I mean, but yeah, good old Lou Jack. But I mean, yeah, pretty hard, scared. so yeah, I can only take so much. Yeah, but I, uh, I just have kind of a little PTSD every time I watch a game in Williams Arena. But uh, boy, Purdue was hot. I mean, I mean, Minnesota held their own shooting last night, but mm-hmm. it was one of those nights where I felt like every shot Purdue was shooting from behind the arc was going to go in. I mean, we shot fifty percent, so. Everybody contributed. Minnesota also shot 50% from three. We, we were 12 of 24. They were 11 of 22. Wow. I mean, I knew only they were 20 hot. 20 free but... throws total in the game. Did you, I, yeah. I didn't realize that Purdue only shot eight free throws. I knew we didn't shoot many. I mean, we shot to 75%, so, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, I was going to say, we made more than usual. Edie, what, what, I think Edie made all of his, um, which is what? Two for my... three. Ah, damn, that's right. Trevion was one for two, and yeah, Edie and was, was two for three. Yeah, Jaden was three for three. So, I mean, the fact that Jaden and Edie, who have been the two guys that have been in a slump, went five for six, that's right. – I'll take I don't that. understand that, though, how all three of Minnesota's bigs got four fouls. I don't think anybody fouled out. But <laughs> well, all three of their fives got four fouls. There's, in like there's a rule. I don't think do this, but it, when there's a player with his fourth foul, the refs decide it's impossible yeah, to foul out the rest of the but, game. But between those five <laughs> guys, but between those three guys, they had twelve fouls, and yeah. Edie and Trevion only shot five free throws. Yeah. Well, it's like the Wisconsin game got their big some foul trouble. So just looking at that in the box score, like, oh, Purdue wins this game, but wasn't the case against Wisconsin. But yeah, I I don't recall a guy getting three fouls as fast <laughs> in the first half as Minnesota's big man. Well, yeah. he left him out there. With, I know. He got two. Dumb. He got two in like three minutes. And he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, he's still out there. And then he picked up – I think he, he picked up his fourth – his third and fourth. It should have been in like <laughs> he got four his, and a half he minutes. Got, he got his fourth really quick in the second half. Yeah. Like, no, well, no, I'm saying I'm saying they only didn't call him for his fourth. Right, and, right. That would have been hilarious. At that point, might as well just leave him out there. and yeah, He's going to get his yeah. fifth eventually anyways. So. Uh, well, then the guy they brought it like the third string big man, he all of a sudden was like, well, who was that guy? Uh, I think it was Trayton Thompson. He had, I mean, he, I thought he had more. He had five points. I could have sworn he had like 12 playing like four minutes that he was out there. He played 12 minutes. Is he minutes the one and, starting to shoot threes? Yeah. He was one of two yeah. for three. Yeah. He was 50%, 50% yeah. from three. Yeah. Um, I was like, are we really about to get beat by a third string <laughs> center on Minnesota? But uh, Purdue's offense was spectacular last night. Uh, defense had its moments. I thought the defense was honestly fine. I mean, obviously, there were some misassignments, assignments, yes. Sure. There always but guys are. getting open that shouldn't. Yeah. But I feel there were was, was some shots that they were hitting, especially Curry. Um, hit some tough shots. Um, yeah. Peyton Willis was 4-7-3, yeah. um, which is annoying. Um, wait, no, Curry's other one. I was going to Peyton Willis. Sorry, Curry played awful. He had. Played 17 minutes and scored three points. Um, never mind. Uh, but it was Willis who played all 40 minutes. Wow, they had two guys play 40 minutes. Uh, Willis and Battle. Battle was good too. He was tough. Yeah, uh, he was a tough assignment for. I think it was was Sasha on him. Sasha, I think first was on him for a little bit too. He's kind of a bigger. He was a lefty. Um, yeah, and teams are definitely exposing Sasha on the defensive end. I mean, that's not really. 
No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's, he's so good on offense, but they know he's the weakest link on the defense. So yeah. you're going to take things right at him and get him on screens and whatnot. But I mean, that's why I thought Ohio State did a, had a great game plan on Sasha. They made it very mm-hmm. difficult on him, and he didn't have a good game against the Buckeyes. But, uh, boy, he shot well. Shot well last night. Yep. And then, obviously, the man on my shirt, Eric Hunter. He oh, man. Night. He's the title of this episode. Yeah. I mean, uh, 20 points. He's four, six last from four three. games, he's been good. Yeah. Four, six from three, eight, 11 from the field, 31 minutes. Started um, three rebounds, had four fouls, two assists, no turnovers. So it was huge. Yeah. He's his confidence. You can just tell it's back. And uh, his stroke just looks so much better. Mm-hmm. Shooting stroke all of a sudden. Um, yeah. Really, if, if he all, can all play like that, Purdue's going to be tough. Yeah, all we need is just like uh, get this back and just have people just think about guarding because I mean, there's been most of the year they haven't really had to worry about him because he hasn't been shooting well or hadn't shot at all. Right. Um, that's kind of the same with Mason. There's a couple times where Mason has the ball and just like shoot the ball. Like if, mm-hmm. if you, you he hits it pretty consistently, and if you can just be a threat that opens up the floor so much more for Edie, for Trey, and then obviously for Ivy, and just let him work. I, I want to see Ethan Morton shoot more. I mean, yeah, that guy, he's got such a solid looking <laughs> form. Was it eight for his last 10? From three, something like that. It's yeah. I mean, I mean, he sh- he only shoots the scene about one a game, but more yeah. times than not, he makes it. Hasn't uh, hasn't missed in a while. Even saw Brandon Newman get a couple minutes last night. Uh, he had one minute, yeah. Yeah, he that was more than yeah, he, he played against Ohio State. Yeah, he came in. I think Painter just to keep him in, or just get someone in the for not fouling. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of fouls trying to pile up a little bit. Um, but I don't think yeah, in the first half was that when he came. Yeah, because Morton minute. didn't play in the second half. And neither did. Uh, oh, did he not? Wow. I did not. Yeah, played all in the first half. What all in the first half? Morton only played. I believe so because because uh in the I watched Painter's presser today and he had to confirm with the media He's like I didn't I didn't play him in the second half right I don't think I did. Um, wow. I think because he mostly played obviously at Ivy Hunter Sasha Evie and Zach or sorry Evie mm-hmm. and Trey and then Mason and then Caleb I think those are the only guys who played in first the half. half. Yeah, first had some big minutes in the second he half. He did four so points that two, run. Yeah. two of two from the field. I mean. Three rebounds, he's a really good rebounder. Uh, one steal. So, yeah, Caleb's returning back to his uh, November, December form, mm-hmm. early December form, I should say. So, which is nice to see. But, uh, yeah, big one coming up in Mackey this weekend. Nationally televised game, 2 30 on Fox against the Michigan Wolverines. The first of two meetings within the next week. Uh, Purdue will travel up there for a nine o'clock matchup next Thursday week from tonight um and and we'll host illinois in between nine o'clock tuesday night so it's gonna be a tough little uh four game gauntlet really because then we we uh, host maryland next yep. sunday so it's uh yeah i mean i mean michigan state and michigan have to go through it in early march when they play their makeup games so mm-hmm. um everybody's kind of seems like gotta have a stretch because now i and ohio state have to make up a weather game Yep. Tonight that's postponed. So it seems like between COVID and now weather, everybody's gotta make up a game at some mm-hmm. point. So uh you guys feeling good going into Saturday? I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to think. Because <laughs> I feel like their athleticism could really give us some problems. I guess it, I think it just really depends on which Michigan team decides to show up. Um just because I mean they they've got some bigs I can shoot, or at least bigger guys I can shoot. I think they've definitely got some length that can give us issues. But um I'm not really worried about Dickinson just because I feel like our bigs can handle them. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think more I, their, uh, I think for the first time in a while, Purdue's a bad matchup for Michigan. And yeah. uh, years past have been the other way. I mean, yeah, they have the bigs to slow down Edie and Williams, and Houston can get on tear, but I don't think they have the wing to stop Ivy. They don't have a Wagner or anybody like that that, that typically would no. have. That, that feel like they've had for the last eight years or something. Right. So I think, yeah, I know Andy Cassidy said he didn't think Michigan would get Purdue either time they played. So hope he's right. Yeah, I always worry about going there. One, I mean, it's a tough place to play, but also, I mean, it's just like life on the road in the Big Ten, especially as a top-ranked team. You're going to get, you know, everybody's excited to go to that game. You know, it's, it's different when you're bringing in Maryland, but it's when you're bringing in a team that's got a single digit next to their their name. No matter who it is, you're, usually the crowd is just a bit more amped to show up. <laughs> well, that's what I'm worried. Not not worried, I guess. But that's my concern. Okay, Michigan is obviously talented. They were preseason top five. five. Yeah, they were four. Um Kind of for a reason. Yeah, it hasn't clicked, but who's to say it can't against the number yep. four team in the country? Sure. Sure. I mean, they, they're um, looking for, for one night. I mean, All they, needs they, one. I mean, it doesn't, you know. They need a, I mean, they've got a good win at Indiana, but really, other than that, they haven't had really a good win. So they're, they're hungry for a marquee win to kind of get them. I think they were. I think they're they were on like the next four out. I think, but they're obviously I think they've been moving moved off that. So they need something to. Yeah. Get their name back on the bubble because the bubble is pretty soft. I mean, there's so much, there's gonna be so much, it's very fluid this year. There's really no dominant teams, I don't think. Um, and even the bubble's even more so that. How, how many teams do you guys think the Big Ten ultimately gets in the tournament? I mean, like a month and a half ago, I always said like four, um, but I think they'll get in six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, six I or think. Seven, I think- huh? Yeah. I, think, I think Purdue, Michigan State, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State, uh, Ohio State, Indiana. That's six. Mm-hmm. Iowa. That. I think it's. I mean, I think I think Michigan or Iowa. Iowa and Michigan, yeah. So six comfortably, possibly seven, maybe eight's the ceiling. Yeah, I would say. So, yeah. How many losses yeah. do you think the Big Ten champion has? I could easily see four. I could even maybe see five. At one point, I was saying six, but I think, I think four I think, or five. I think four. Yeah. Two more Three losses for Illinois. Going undefeated the rest of the year. One for Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, four loss. Five losses might get you a share. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think uh, you know. There's a lot of talk about what Purdue needs to do to make this season not. Ending just total disappointment. I think they got to come away with some kind of trophy. Yes. Whether that's a Big Ten regular season title, a Big Ten tournament title, or, or national championship, or national championship, get to the final four, <laughs> national championship. I mean, obviously, but um, yeah, they just got to come home with some kind of hardware. I mean, it's, it's a lot like the 2017 2018 team, which we were, you know, we got up to number three in the country, but we. Didn't take care of business in was it Atlantis? Is that where we lost yep. Tennessee and yep. uh, West Western Kentucky? Kentucky. <laughs> oh. Um, we had a chance to beat the title, but we lost six. We lost the against uh, Mich- or Ohio State and Wisconsin. I think we blew two games that were like, yeah, back to back. I think that was the year that we lost like three games and we mm-hmm. didn't get a share, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, you're right. And then we didn't win the Big Ten tournament and then we. Yeah, got Not smacked in the championship by Michigan. Yeah, and then we made the Sweet 16, but got kind of got our butts kicked by Texas Tech. 
I still wish we would have had Isaac that night. I think it would have been, I don't know, at least more. It was still was competitive. Dakota yeah. just had his worst game of his career, unfortunately, that night, which didn't yeah. help. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, our old buddy John John Rothstein's putting it put it out there. If Purdue doesn't make the Final Four, it's going to be a disappointing season. So when you, when you hear that, that's uh, – <laughs> That's I get it. There's so much but that I get, goes yeah, into the NCAA no, tournament. That's absolutely. fluky and sure. you got to get lucky to get that far. And yeah, sure. the good teams are going to have better opportunities, but it's not like there's never a for sure. Yeah if, yeah, if Purdue can get a one seed, especially one or two, but one seed especially, they'll be kept close to home. So we're talking Indianapolis, Chicago route to get mm-hmm. down to New Orleans. So I mean, that, if that happens, have you, do you guys watch much outside of the Big Ten or Purdue right now? Just Butler. I, I haven't been. No, I've been mm-hmm. bad. I'm trying to think because I, I was. I try and watch. I try to look at teams like which team do I not? Which I mean, the tournament you're going to play good teams because every team that makes the tournament is good, which is yep. always a funny argument. But it's like I'm trying to like, okay, which team would scare me if it was like an elite eight or like you know? I don't want. I don't want any sport. part of Kentucky. Nope. Yeah, they, yeah, they they worry me. Um, Arizona is huge. I think they're the they're athletic biggest and fast, they're, they're athletic and fast and I think they're like the tallest team in the country on average height. Um but other than that, I mean Baylor for a minute scared me just because their defense is so good. And they have struggled but also they they've been without L J Cryer and I think another guy. So they have had some bumps in the roads, but they worry me, but I mean they're the national championships for a reason. Um but there's not a ton like I don't UCLA was like one of the hot teams. Gonzaga I would love to play Gonzaga. Um, I think it'd be cool to see because they've got two awesome bigs. We've got two awesome bigs. Um, that could be a fun. Oh, and if we up. meet Gonzaga, it's probably in the final four championship because they're going to be a one seed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless Purdue's the two in their bracket. That's, that's yeah. true. I was I was thinking Purdue's a one in my head. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, Kentucky, okay Kentucky, Baylor, Arizona, the teams. I'm like, I would be okay if we didn't play them until like the national championship game if we got that far. I'm kind of like that with Duke, even though Duke hasn't been overly impressive. I just feel like. Coach K's last run, they really might yeah. be able to prove something come March. Paolo Bancaro is a And you know they got tons of talent. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've, they've but, got some big guards, too. Which but but I guarantee you, teams are saying the same thing about Purdue. They don't want to see the thing, Purdue like, in the like, tournament. Like, that's so. the people always like, you know, we always see it from like a, you know, a, le- yeah. a single pretty lens of like, God, I don't want to play this team because they give us so many issues. Like, the only teams probably look at Purdue like, God, we do not want to play them because we cannot handle their their size or like, the, yeah, their offensive nightmare. Their offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a stat that like, I think plus, the most consistent offense in the country all year, which is crazy. And do you think that Purdue – and Purdue's offense is getting better because of Mr. Eric Hunter, like you talked about right. in your shirt. Because So, I mean, it's almost like Purdue's offense is about to peak mm-hmm. in February. Or like, not peak, I guess, continue to improve. Hopefully not peak yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like you said, people have been scared, were scared about Purdue's offense in December when Hunter was kind of a non-factor on offense. Yeah. And now he right. just scored 20 points last night. Yeah. Right. And I mean, Zach could be so dominant at times. And then if he's struggling, you can throw Travion in there. I mean, that no other team has that luxury in the country. So, oh, I mean, you've heard Brian Newer talk about it too, where it's like, this may not be our best like chance to win the Big Ten, but it may be a best chance to go far just because it's, this isn't a typical, I mean, it's not a typical Purdue, you know, dominant Big Ten team where it's, you know, we saw like with Robbie and those years we had awesome size and low, but our offense wasn't great. It's like, this is, a team that, you know, if we get hot, it's kind of we saw in 2018, 2019, where our offense is rolling, like, so to be able to lead as long as we score 90 points, as long as we score more than the other team, I don't really care. Right. It's it, Everybody knows each other so well inside the mm-hmm. Big Ten and, and inside their their own conference. So I mean, I mean if you look big, at, I mean, even our non-conference games, even against, like, Villanova, 
North Carolina gets yep. some high scoring games. We get you get to the Big Ten, that's like 68, 65, right. 70, 68. Like it's it's just a dog right. fight. But you know, you get outside the Big Ten. Like there was a whole thing that when you, you share it with our group chat where Andy Katz says that Purdue and Illinois are going to play four times this year, once in Big Ten tournament, once no in thanks. New Orleans. No, thank I'm you. Good would, with, I'm good. I'm good with just two. Yeah, I saw I saw someone post something. I was on the board. Just like there was some bracket that had us. It was like Wisconsin or Indiana in our brackets. Like, oh, I'd love to play Wisconsin with a chance to go to the Final Four. I was like, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. Like, I've been no there, done the that, lost in the lead eight. I want to do it again. I want no part of the Big Ten team in the tournament <laughs> no, just because no, they know that, you so yeah. well. Yep. Yep, and and it's hard to beat a team three times or mm-hmm. maybe four but times. I mean, to counter that to counter yeah the, to that point, but to counter that, Wisconsin knows Purdue so well because they've already played twice or three times. They meet Purdue knows them pretty well too. So. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So I mean, it's uh, it'll be interesting come come tourney time. But hopefully, the guys take care of business this weekend. They had a they had a practice in the barn today. Um, they finally did make their way back to campus, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't know if they've got back yet, but they're making their way back. Um, but yeah, they—that's uh, interesting. Two days before next game, and you, you got to yeah. practice again at the venue you just played out. So. Well, they shot well, so hopefully the shots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a laugh at some Twitter remarks though, like, "Oh God, <laughs> like they're Here we practicing, go again. they're practicing <laughs> in the barn." Oh God. Oh God, but. That's something Purdue fans will never get over, and, and nope. for good, for good until reason. Until we exercise the demons, it's until for then. Good for good, good reasons. So, let's go ahead and pick some games, and then we'll start wrapping this this pot up here. Um, well, we have no games to predict tonight because <laughs> Iowa and Ohio State postponed. Ohio State's going to win that one, anyways. Yeah, I think so. Iowa starting to uh, pull off Frank collapse already. Um, Saturday, number 18, Illinois, 16 and 5 at Indiana, who's 16 and 5. This game's a noon game on ESPN. Uh, Illinois, Illinois, huge, huge. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think, I like so. 18. They're, I mean, Indiana's defense is good, they give people problems. Um, Xavier Johnson's come, come around to Trent Frazier will shut him down. He will, yeah, so with Demonte so. Williams. The Illinois is well, pretty good defense, too. Play too. So, I know. But, but they did like, call Trace Jackson for four fouls against us. So. That's true. <laughs> true. That's I mean, true. Uh, Which actually, I mean, he's, like, we, we, he's we, also we like, harp, I don't we really ever talk about it. We harp on you know that place. But it's like that game was probably one of the better officiated games we've probably seen this year, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Which we even talked about the Iowa game. Some of those calls. I oh mean, my! When God. I say I was going ballistic, like I wanted to throw my TV in the. We didn't have well, snow. What about snow some now, of the, but, okay, about last about last night. Yeah. Even though, like, yeah, didn't matter because Purdue was up. I mean, Purdue should have won that like last night or could have won. Last won night, like, I think, t- yeah, Tanner, you texted us. I think it was a foul on Hunter. I saw your text. I was like, okay, what's happening? I saw the foul and I was like, I didn't see it. Like, <laughs> I swear you breathed on the guy, or I swear that was like an NBA t- anticipation call. Yeah, and then it didn't happen. I think and Hunter was there going, like, Yeah. <laughs> and then you see, like, yeah, Edie get absolutely annihilated in the post. And it's like, okay, I mean, I get there's like, obviously, it's. I don't know. It was bad. I think it was bad both ways. There were some weak it was ones bad, yeah. against Minnesota, but there was just it was just very inconsistent. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I, I'm taking Illinois in a close one Saturday. I'm just I'm just very hopeful that Illinois just shuts them down. I hope this is reverse psychology. I think Indiana wins. I'll knock Illinois down a little bit before they come into Mackey, but it put Indiana right in the Big Ten hunt. So yeah, it would. Yeah, I don't want to. I can't handle that. Piss Illinois off too, coming into Mackey. That's true. 
Uh, Northwestern at Nebraska. This is a oh, is one. this is this the game? <laughs> over on your over under a thousand people at this game. <laughs> Two thousand. Hold on. Are we including players? Including staff the, staff? the people on the court, including the the fifty people involved on the bench. I, honest to God, Nebraska gets good attendance at their basketball game somehow because <laughs> there's nothing to do in that state. No, on a not. Saturday afternoon at one o'clock, it's noon there. So, oh, true. Okay, <laughs> they probably have more snow than us. Give me Northwestern. Give me the Huskers. I, at this point, I want to see Nebraska go over. <laughs> over. Yeah. Has that ever happened before for Big Ten play? Uh, Rutgers I, had to have been close. I don't like it. like ten years ago. I mean, we won seven games one year, and I feel like most of those were probably non-conference games, so I'm sure we were pretty close. I know we didn't go over, though. We did No, but I'm sure we were close. I I remember the next year we won nine, we knocked off Wisconsin, who was a decent squad that year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. I'll save the boilers for last. 13 Michigan State at Rutgers. Earlier this week on my Monday podcast on the Tan and J-Man show, I picked Rutgers. I'm changing my pick to Michigan State. So you're hedging now, huh? You're hedging. Yes, yes. Playing both sides, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I think Michigan State wins. I don't think Rutgers all that good, but I think Michigan, State's not, Michigan State's not very good either. I'm going home team heavy this week. Jersey Mike's. Yep. Why did you change the name? It's such a uh, stupid and I get money. That's money. I was gonna say money. But like, yeah, it's just more of a hypothetical why. Uh, Penn State at Wisconsin, who Wisconsin's coming off uh, loss at Illinois last night. Give me the Badgers. Yeah, give me the Badgers by double digits. And uh, Michigan at Purdue. Give me a score. What do you think the spread's going to be? I think Purdue will be favored by eight. I was going to say seven, so right around there. Yeah, Actually, I could see. I could see. I could see also being like like thirteen. I could see yeah. it being that. No one touched that. <laughs> I think Purdue wins seventy-eight seventy. I was gonna say seventy-eight sixty. Wait, no, I was gonna say seventy-eight sixty-six. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking like seventy seventy-five, seventy-five, like sixty-two. Maryland at Ohio State on Sunday. Ohio State large. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the football matchups usually for the Floyd of Rosedale, the pig, Minnesota at that's Iowa. what it's called. I forgot that's the name of it. Yeah, Minnesota at Iowa. Give me Iowa. Yeah, yeah I Iowa agree. handles their business. It's a crappy game, but the, the crowd will boo. I've been more than any of the crowd. I was watching the uh, Iowa game the other night. Who they play? Uh, it was Penn State. Penn State, yeah. Um, Double OT loss. Yes. One of the McCaffrey boys got hurt. Connor. Did they say what it was? I never heard, but I, I was I was, I was going to say Connor hit. Um, how many threes did he hit in the first half? Yeah. It was like four. It was like most he's hit in his career. It was in the first <laughs> half. He was two for 24 in his career from three-point range against Purdue. Where would they be playing if, they, if their dad wasn't the coach of – Iowa. Bethel College. Say it was be like Maryland. <laughs> Which his dad was assistant coach at Bethel at one point. Yeah. So, uh no, I will say the older McCaffrey or the younger McCaffrey's a lot, but he, he can hold his own. He's I think he's a big ten player. Luke. Yeah. I think he's a big ten player. He was pretty high rated in high school out of Iowa. Hmm. Connor, no. I was gonna say Luke <laughs> McCaffrey, like 
like Christian, like the one that I, I can't tell. I don't even know Nebraska. which one's which. I don't even know which one's which. I just know what the I know what Connor's the like. lefty who's got awful. He bricks everything. <laughs> Number thirty. Is he the one who got hurt? Yeah, yes. and he's the yeah, one okay. who about got punched by Demonte Williams a couple of years he ago. Got punched by everybody. <laughs> yeah, the Everyone's other one I think holds his own. I think he's a sophomore. So okay. I think he's he's, he's pretty okay. decent. Yeah. He's okay. Is that Luke? There's Connor and Patrick. Patrick, not Luke. <laughs> Luke McCaffrey is one of you know, one of Christian's brothers. Exactly. I was like the Nebraska uh, well, quarterback. Well, you know, hey. At this I don't rate, know where he transferred to. He's not there anymore. Did he go to Louisville? Yeah, I was gonna say Kentucky or Louisville, and I had my head down. Then did he leave Louisville too? I feel like he like was looking at Michigan first. Didn't he go like Michigan and Nebraska or something? Yeah. Because you had Max. Well, we are going off a tangent here, but Max Max was <laughs> well, the wide receiver at Duke. And then Christian was one of the college football's most electrifying players out of Stanford. Still a, still a, a joke that he didn't get Heisman. Um, his sophomore year, not his junior year. He wasn't that good. Who won it that year? Put you on the spot. Luke McCaffrey is at Rice, just so you're aware. Ah, right. Right. That's a fun team to talk about. <laughs> Twenty eleven, baby. Wait, is that where their dad is? Didn't their, didn't their dad go coach somewhere? He coaches at Northern Colorado. Northern, okay, that's what yeah, I thought he was going to go with. Okay. Which uh, Vincent Jackson, rest in peace, played there. Um, I don't remember who won the Heisman that year. Christian, Sopper. what year was it? I think I was twenty sixteen. No. We were in I think college. So. No, not a we sophomore. Year. What Heisman are you talking about? Not Christian McCaffrey. I swear to God, I remember watching his games at your apartment. That was probably Toby Gerhardt, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting my ears mixed up, but look it up. Uh, yeah, 2016. You're right, Tanner. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know anything. It was the Daryl Hazel year. Oh, Derek, was... Derek Henry. Oh, uh, well. Oh, wait. But. But, but yeah, that was one of the years where everybody watched SEC. Nobody'd stay up and watch Pac-12 games. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. 2016 Heisman was Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'm looking at 2015. Then 2015 was. Was that his sophomore year, 2015? And was his junior, 2016? Yes, he finished second. Okay. He finished 20. He finished second in 2015 in Derrick Henry. That is. That's it. And then I think third was um, Deshaun Watson. That's it, because 2016 he got hurt a bunch. So and then he jumped pro. So interesting. This is a Stanford breakdown podcast. <laughs> yep. We got 10 minutes to fill. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we do. But uh, any other thoughts before we do some sponsor reads? Are we doing uh, picking uh, any more games? Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We, I, mean, sure. I, I don't see I doubt, I I doubt see we'll the podcast before Tuesday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Got some good games on Tuesday. Go for it. Read them off. Uh, starting at anymore. 7 o'clock on Big Ten Network, number 11 for now, Wisconsin at number 13, Michigan State. Oh. Both Michigan these teams State. Are God dang it. They're going to be right in the hunt. I keep talking. Like they're, they're frauds, but they're going to be right there. <laughs> at Michigan yeah. State. At Michigan State. Yeah, I think Michigan State. Thomas will cry, and they'll get a win. Yeah. Uh, Michigan at Penn State. Mm. Give me Penn State. Oh, I hope Mike. I hope Mike <laughs> take down Howard. That'd be awesome. I'll take the Nittany Lions just because. Just because. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then nine o'clock uh, on Big Ten Network, 
Indiana at Northwestern, potentially ranked if they beat Illinois. Oh, my God. Oh. Indiana's going to win. These Northwestern oh, yeah. are terrible. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. IU will win that one. But it'll be yeah. close. Northwestern plays teams close. They could have had Illinois last weekend. Yep. And then, uh, obviously, the game we're going to talk about, 9 o'clock, 18, or number 18, Illinois, at number 4, Purdue. Rankings pending. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this game. Um, I think it's going to be a battle. Uh, I don't think Kofi's going to get get in no. trouble so quickly this time. No, but I don't think Carbello would go off like he did either. That's true. Um, and I think Hunter's Purdue. Different. I think Purdue gets it done. Let's go seventy nine seventy two. Oh, okay. I think Purdue's Purdue's playing better now than they were the last time they met. I think. Like defense has improved. They've stepped up on defense. Yeah. Offense is kind of still rolling. So I'm kind of like I think it'll be a good game, but I think yeah, Purdue, I like that Purdue by like eight or nine. Yeah, I was gonna say like pretty like seventy seven to seventy two. Yep. Oh god. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a big ten. I'm gonna give you a bag to breathe in. Yeah. Like Sheldon Cooper, the gift of Sheldon Cooper off Big Bang. Just, just beat them. Just, just, just yeah, keep just, winning yeah, just one win. game at a time. Just let it, it work itself out. We're right where we want to be. I'm fine yeah, with ugly wins. Yep. Ugly wins it's, it's, loss. I keep, I kind of keep thinking about that, and it's like it kind of seems like Purdue. I don't know how you guys feel, just because of the loss to Rutgers and Wisconsin, how they lost. Uh, and Indiana. Yeah, and Indiana too. All three could have easily been wins. But, but that's what I mean. It almost not not that it's a disappointment, like where we are. But then it's like, oh, they're nineteen and three. And I know, I know. Yeah. And really, like, you went undefeated in non-conference. Yeah. Like, when was yeah. the last time Purdue went undefeated in non-conference? Was uh, it was the oh nine ten? Yeah. Yeah, I did, but, they, but it's because the they lost. Because they lost the Rutgers game in between, like they had the two Big Ten games in between right. finishing the December. non-con, so they lost right. in like early December. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, don't talking, know. I mean, you're. I mean, it's a, a half court buzzer beater, half court Euro step oh, yeah. buzzer beater, um, an ungodly game by Rob Finnessy. Um godly game by Johnny Davis. Seems like a heck of a player. Yeah, but, I mean, the Wisconsin was the only game that I'm like, I like. I, I'm okay. We lost. They made big shots towards the end. They I did. Mean, they, it's like we're like Indiana and Indiana and, and Northwest or um, Rutgers. Oh, yeah. We had. But, we did what we needed to do to win. No, not Indiana. I guess Indiana, I guess Indiana, they kind of did. Indiana, but, we were up, but also we were up. Purdue. Purdue that was probably Purdue's worst game of the year. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were up worst, two, worst, we were first up two half, with like the four. ball to go up by four and, and got a four footer. And got a four footer. Yeah. <laughs> he and just airballed it. He's airballed it. Yeah. And then he gave up, and then you couldn't grab the rebound. So there was like, yeah, there I mean, was yeah, chances. There was chances. Yeah. Where uh, Wisconsin, when I look back, like Wisconsin's the only game I was like, yeah. If we were like, you know, like what twenty and one, twenty one and one, like. I, I'm okay with giving that one away right now. Yeah, no, I, I can't really argue that. That's, that's pretty spot on. So I mean, happy where we are. I mean, I'm really enjoying watching this team play. We we said that all year long. Enjoy the journey. It's starting to hit me that the days are counting down to Ivy leaving because I'm just like, I kind of want to enjoy watching this kid as much as oh, I possibly sure. can. I know it's, that's it's, why I texted. I was like, can Miles Colvin be somewhat like yeah. Jaden Ivy just because he's super athletic and long and like fun to watch? Yeah. Well, it's like, what, 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 sucks, what sucks too is like, I mean, Painter said in an interview, like, he only averaged 12 points a senior. Granted, he was playing at Lalamere, which is a prep school and, and really good talent. He was only averaging 12 points a game in high, his senior of high school. It's like, 
his best years of basketball are still a couple years away. I remember when he committed, it was like, oh, junior year Ivy, junior year Morton. Like, we're going to be special. It's like, we're not going to be able to see junior year Ivy because he's going to be gone. It's he's like, once. somebody had yeah. him as number one pick, didn't they? Yeah, CBS Sports did about yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if the Indiana Pacers have a top ten pick, which I think they're going to, and Jay Ivey's they available and they, and, they, and they don't take him, I hope they have no fans in the coming years. <laughs> I wish this was the year the NBA would bring back the Sonics, but. Ooh, good question here from our buddy Thad. So we got a question. <sighs> what player hurts the soul more leaving early, Rondell or Jaden? Mm. I kind of think Rondell. Just I do Rondell. too because what what could have been if he didn't exactly. get hurt? We didn't they get have, to enjoy yeah. him. As much yeah, we as had, we, we had, had, yeah, we had freshman, one year. It was his freshman year, and that was really it. Yeah, which yeah. was awesome. But which it was, was more like, yeah. Man, yeah, he has two more years because he can't leave for the NFL, and he's yeah. already yeah. doing this. And then he gets two games yeah. or something. We, we we never saw him and David Bell really together that yeah. much. I mean, mm-hmm. not much. And 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 I think him and Sindelar were paired to do some special things in the stat book. Yeah. In, in, in 2019. And I could be wrong, but I feel like the chances of Purdue getting another another Jaden Ivy type it just goes up more now that we've 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 had I mean, we had Carson, which I think definitely helps with the Jaden. But then now that we have Carson and Jaden, I think it just it right. can definitely speak to guys of that caliber that mean, hey, this is you can come to a place and we're not a you know the old adage was Purdue's a big man. I mean, it still is we're a big man school, but like right. we don't play with our guards. Where it's like, I mean, the best player in the conference is a, is a guard on Purdue for the second and, time uh, in the last five years. I think I will say I think this year, this football season, how like Purdue is kind of back on the upswing. It seems like has kind of lessened that because I felt like when Rondell left, it was like man, Purdue was coming off the big win at Ohio State. Rondell, Purdue was a talk of the nation for that two week stretch, basically, and then they kind of tapered off. But they still had Rondell Moore, mm-hmm. who was electric, and everybody wanted to watch him. And then it was nothing. So I was like, man, they got nothing out of it. Basically, it seemed yeah. like they got yeah, yeah we, we got six wins and a blowout game yeah. and a blowout game and. and Tennessee. Yeah. That's what we basically got out of Rondell. But so, I think Rondell helped get David Bell. Oh, 100%. Sure. Yeah. So, he came in the next year. So, I mean, that obviously helped. Yeah. Me. I think, I think Jaden can help get a kid in like the 2024 mm-hmm. class or something like that. Yeah. And I think Purdue basketball is in better shape going forward. I think Purdue, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to say this because I think Purdue football is in better shape than they've been since the prime tiller years right now. But I think yeah. Purdue basketball is in better shape to get players of Jaden Ivy caliber that Purdue football is to get talents like Rondell Moore because Rondell mm-hmm. Moore was originally committed to Texas. Yeah. I mean, I know he was a three-star by some on ranking sites, but usually those talents don't come to a uh, no, school outside of Michigan or yeah. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's true. Even though Brahms' offense fits a wide receiver's dream, but usually talents like that – Especially not yeah. from the state of Indiana, don't really land at Purdue. So. Yeah, and and really the only reason why he came to Purdue was because of Brom. Hundred percent. That's the only reason why he came to Purdue. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. But good question though. That's, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. But uh, the weather is not nice outside. It's not going to be nice tomorrow. It's not going to be nice this week. Well, this week it's going to be not as snowy, but it's going to be freaking cold. So you're not going to want to get out. You're not going to want to cook. You're not. You're not going to do any of that. So. Get yourself some Mad Mush. They got brand new pizza of the month for February. Let me bring it up here. 
Can somebody read it? My computer's not Yeah, showing. so we got the super pie, which the is mozzarella cheese topped with mushrooms, onions, green peppers, black olives, sausage, ham, bacon, and spicy pepperoni. Perfect for those uh, cold February nights. Finished with our house-made buffalo ranch sauce. So yeah, Ooh. 14 bucks. Oh, my God. Order two of those. You're told to be 28. Then you, if you're ordering online, you can use the discount code BREAK5, B-R-E-A-K, all caps, 5, for $5 off any order over $20. Or if you want to brave the weather and the cold and go in, tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you. You can get $5 off any order over $20. Uh, Mad Mush is, of course, home of the original cheese sticks. And um, they've been serving Boilermakers in the heart of West Lafayette since 1993. As always, feed your head. In the shop, they keep coming out with more and more things. They Whether do. More and more things. I get an email every day of something. I'm like, crap, I, didn't, I can't spend that much money. <laughs> well, for all the, Even for all the Cezanana Bengal fans out there. Yeah, there's nice Cezanana Bengal fans. They came with shirts for that, which is pretty cool of them to do. I'm um, wearing the Eric Hunter NLI shirt. I mean, they've got Sasha. They've got Trey. They've got David Bell. Um Get yourself a Payne Durham for Greg next Long. Payne Durham, Greg, Greg Long. Long. Yeah, Danny. Or, uh, wow, not Danny. Um, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, boy. Okay. But their shop was – their uh, two brick-and-mortar stores were closed any day because of the weather, but you can order online and – let's order online because then you can use code BREAKDOWN for 25% off. Um, great shirts, soft shirts. I'm using the uh, uh, Pretty Pete drinkware mug. Um, you, his face turns whatever color of beverage you have. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so he had a nice yellowish tint to his face today because of the beer <laughs> I was drinking. Um, the contact haze beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, shopindy.com. They've got Cincinnati Bengals shirts. They've got cold stuff. They've got Pacer stuff. Hopefully future Jaden Ivey for the Indiana Pacers clothing. <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, yeah, good people. Also good people are the people of Webb's Family Pharmacy. Webb's Family Pharmacy is an independently owned community pharmacy with stores located in Rochester, Akron, and North Manchester, Indiana. Webb's are providing flu shots and COVID-19 shots by appointment. Get online, get your time, get your appointment in and out, easy as that. Or you can call and set up an appointment, and their friendly and caring staff will be happy to help you. For all of your high-quality medical equipment, supplies, and pharmacy services, check them out online at www.webrx.com or just give them a call. Web Family Pharmacy, professional pharmacy with the hometown touch. It's pretty snowy out there, Andrew, but eventually yep. it's going to warm up. The snow's going to mount. The grass is going to come back out. The flowers are going to come is, up. What is the groundhog? What did uh, he saw his dang shadow? Six more, six more weeks of winter. Uh-huh. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend calls and wakes me up yesterday. She goes, "You hear about Phil?" I'm thinking <laughs> Phil Mickelson. I'm like, he's going "Phil to who?" Yeah, Phil he's who? going to Saudi Arabia. She's like the 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 groundhog. I'm like, "Oh no, what what happened?" <laughs> six more weeks of winter. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it feels like saw, winter he's right like now. Kind of a snow time. So stupid groundhog. It's like a like another man. Yeah. I don't know. Shrill, so another one of our, our last sponsors, Shrill Landscaping. Uh, they've been in business for over 50 years and can, as Tanner mentioned, handle all of your landscaping needs. I bet they would help with snow removal. I'm not positive, but I bet if they weren't, I bet they are now. With uh, You, you can at least give them a call and find out. Absolutely. Uh, but like you said, when the grass gets greener, get, keep them in mind for your maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, and your lawn application. 
can contact them today at 574-223-2769. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. All right. Unless you guys have any closing remarks, let's boiler up, hammer down, beat the Wolverines and the fighting Illini. Boiler up.